When you stop and think about all that's going on today in the good old USA, you might think that there are only two sides to every story. With over 330 million citizens, there are actually many more sides to our American story. On this program, I provide you with a different point of view. Mine. This is The Truth Hurts, a program where I exercise my First Amendment right to free speech by providing you with information. Hopefully, you will absorb this knowledge, stop, and actually think about the issues, the facts, and the general state of our American story. I'm Steve Z, and this is the Truth Hurts Program. And the assault on your police officers continues. Camden, New Jersey. A manhunt is underway for two gunmen who shot up the residence of two Camden County police officers as they were inside with their 10-day-old infant newborn child Tuesday night. Camden County Police Chief Joseph Waisaki said, quote, This was a targeted attack against this residence and the officers inside, unquote. The attack occurred at approximately 11.45 p.m. on September 15th as the two officers and their newborn baby were inside the home on Clinton Street in Camden. A security camera captured the moment when suspects inside a dark-colored 1998 Honda Odyssey minivan fired multiple rounds into the officer's home. The couple and their newborn child were on the second level of the home as six bullets tore inside of their residence, according to a press release on the Camden County website. Investigators later found a seventh spent shell casing in the front of the house. Two bullets traveled through the front door and went up into the interior of the home, according to police. The family, fortunately, thank God, was not injured during the harrowing attack, and they remain on family and medical leave. One of the officers has been with the Camden County Police Department for four years, the second officer, two years. Chief Waisaki reported 10 days before the incident, they had their first baby together to start a family. It's critical for us to speak to the owner, the occupants, or friends of anyone that operates that vehicle, the chief added. This attack on our officers will not be tolerated. The FBI has joined the search for the two gunmen. A $20,000 reward has been offered for the information leading to the arrest of these thug animal criminals. The vehicle the suspects used in the drive-by shooting was located by investigators early Thursday morning, but the suspects, the thugs, the animals, remain at large, according to a county press release. Chief Waisaki said, everyone is investigating this and helping us to bring these thugs into justice. We are going to catch them, and we are going to bring them in. FBI Special Agent in Charge of the Philadelphia Field Office, Mike Driscoll, agreed. He said, we're determined to get to the bottom of this together. Camden County Freehold Director Louis Capelli said he wanted to share a very clear message to the, quote, scumbag thugs, unquote, who carried out the senseless attack, 
We are coming to get you, he said, and you will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Good. We need to turn around this culture. We need to stop this madness, this violence on police officers. Remember, it's the same group of animals who claim that they are being targeted simply for being a one race, but yet they are targeting every single police officer for being of one occupation. The double standard exists. It is alive and unfortunately kicking. This is the Truth Hurts Program. We'll be right back. This is the Truth Hurts Program with your host, Steve Z. The videos keep showing over and over and over again violent rioters, anarchists, non-peaceful protesters, mobs of thugs attacking innocent pedestrians, restaurant diners, patrons of businesses large and small, customers, managers, cashiers, drivers of cars and trucks just simply attacking them in group fashion, committing assault and battery and even murder, all in the name of some made-up cause inappropriately named Black Lives Matter. The videos of police officers being ambushed in their patrol cars, in their precincts, in their regular patrols on the streets, and now even in their homes are getting to be more and more common. Rioters are taking the names of police officers off of their uniforms, researching the names online, and finding out where the cops live, and then going to their homes and shooting into their houses, setting their homes on fire, committing property damage, harassing the wives and children of the cops, all in the name of this false narrative known as Black Lives Matter. The lie called systemic racism. The animal thug criminals who are committing these atrocities are indeed cowards, only acting when in large numbers, obscuring their faces with masks and scarves, and using rudimentary weapons to commit these heinous crimes. Never will you see one of these cowardly animals engage in an intelligent conversation or even a one-on-one -on -one heated discussion. Their only manner of committing these cowardly acts has been in the form of mob rule gang mentality, using the concept of strength in numbers to shield their true chicken shit natures. Not one of these thug animals has the balls to confront any one single person on a one-to-one, man-to-man basis. Not one. As I said in the beginning of the segment, the videos keep showing these cowardly actions over and over and over again. Now this is being done by two parties, and it's being done as both a threat and a warning. Those animals engaging in this cowardly mob rule behavior are using these videos to embolden themselves and to threaten average Americans into thinking that you could be next. Those who are not engaging in this act of cowardice are doing the posting of these videos to warn you about what might happen to you as a warning for you to be prepared for what might happen to you if you are not prepared. Now listen, I'm not calling for an uprising against these armed thugs, but it may very well come to that point, especially if our police are defunded and basically castrated 
by Democrat mayors and governors who have basically taken all their powers away from them. I personally, however, am carrying my firearm on my person, magazine loaded, one in the pipe, and ready at a millisecond's notice to defend myself, my family, and my property should the need arise. You should be as well. You should be wary of any place you go, any activity in which you participate. Remember, these animals think absolutely nothing of pouring as a group into a Target store, attacking employees and customers and violently destroying the stores, looting and taking whatever the hell they want without fear of reprisal. These cowardly animals do not give one single shit about you or the person next to you or the person sitting next to that person. I'm warning you to be cognizant of your surroundings, to be aware, to be alert. If you're driving down a street, remember, dead-end roads and cul-de-sacs will leave you virtually no traditional escape route. When I'm traveling to visit someone on a dead-end road or a cul-de-sac, I always drive to the end, turn around, and face back towards that entry point and I make sure that I've surveyed the entire area. Because remember folks, your escape route might not be the same road upon which you entered. It might be across a sidewalk or the yards in front of a house, or even through a fence and through the backyard of a residence. Your life is worth more than the damage to your car or someone's fence. In my estimation, the way out might be over and through the very band of anarchists impeding my escape, infringing on my safety, or preparing to attack me. I want you to understand this. Those animals will not think twice about taking your life, your family's life, or hell, any life for that matter. As many in the AA 13% minority African American crowd have learned the hard way, their black lives did not matter to the other black lives who chose to take their black lives. Understand this, if they have no issue taking their own, do you think for one millisecond that taking your life will mean anything to them? But Steve Z, I don't think I could ever kill another human being. Listen, don't think of these animals as human beings. Think of them as those mindless zombies you see in those zombie movies. They are only trying to kill you. They are a mob using pack mentality, only concerned with their agenda of the moment and not giving a damn about your life. It truly is becoming kill or be killed, especially in some Democrat-controlled cities. You see it every day on the television, if you know which network to watch. You see it every day on the internet video sites. You see it on social media. You see and hear about it every day on truly awakened informational sources like the Truth Hurts program and many others. You have to change fundamentally the way you think and you have to think about changing it now. If you don't adjust your mindset, you could be the next victim and you will not make the evening news headlines. Your life does not matter to these anarchist thug animals. Unless, of course, 
you are of the 13% double A crowd and you are shot by a white cop. Otherwise, your life means nothing. I can promise you that fact. Your life is just some other gang initiation ritual by a mob of thug garbage hell-bent on destroying the United States of America as we know it. And that is fact. Their purpose is clear. Their mission is underway. Their target is you. Their agenda is destruction. The very notion of the United States of America is, to these anarchists, fundamentally flawed. To them, the USA is a mistake, was a mistake, and should be destroyed and rebuilt in their socialist, Marxist, communist idealism. They think that is what they want, because that's what their so-called leaders have told them is what they want. Not a single one of these animals has ever been to a communist nation. Not a single one of these thugs has ever had to live under communist, socialist, Marxist rule. Not one of these mindless morons has the first damn clue about what will be in store for them if and when they achieve their sadistic agenda. Not a single damn one. They have no clue. They have zero idea of what it is they are seeking to accomplish. They know nothing. They are sheeple following other anarchists' ideals. Again, I'm not calling on you and everyone else to go out there BLM hunting. That kind of behavior would make you and others no better than the pieces of human feces that are out there doing these illegal, heinous acts. I am, however, warning you that you need to be prepared for the eventuality that you might just be one of their next victims. The old saying, better to be judged by 12 than carried by 6, certainly holds true, especially today. Shoot first and ask questions later? When the judge asks you why you shot that attacker 12 times, you can answer with confidence that you didn't have 13 bullets. Remember, the police take minutes to respond under normal circumstances. You have only seconds to react. This is the Truth Hurts program. I'll have some interesting statistics to give you right after this. Walk softly and carry a big microphone. This is the Truth Hurts program with your host, Steve Z. According to smartliving.com, police response times in America overall for violent crimes are broken down as follows. Now, I'm not going to go through each and every category because that would take literally the rest of the day. But let's talk about the important ones that relate to our last segment. Police respond on average within five minutes of a 911 call to violent crimes only 28% of the time. Police respond to violent crimes within six to 10 minutes of the 911 call 30% of the time. And 11 minutes to one hour is the average response time for police from the time the 911 call is placed until they respond 33% of the time. Remember, when you're being attacked in a violent crime, 
you only have seconds. So when you break that down, cops respond five minutes or less, 28% of the time, six to 10 minutes, 30% of the time, and 11 minutes to one hour, 33% of the time. And again, you have mere seconds. Let's talk about robbery. Within five minutes of your 911 call, the cops will respond 32% of the time. Within six to 10 minutes of your 911 call, when you're being robbed, 38% of the time. And when you're being robbed and you dial 911 for a response, 11 minutes to one hour later, the cops show up 28% of the time. How about aggravated assault? You know, assault with a weapon. The cops respond within five minutes, only 21% of the time. They respond within six to 10 minutes, 32% of the time. And 11 minutes to one hour, 36% of the time. Again, you have mere seconds. And once the cops do arrive, your assailant is usually long, long gone. Less violent crimes, of course, have much longer response times. And all of these figures are based on normal times, normal conditions. Imagine how much longer the response times will be under these increasingly violent times in America. During these times of Democrats calling for defunding of police, dismantling of police, drastically reducing police funding and resources. And in cities like New Orleans, where the police are now forbidden to use less than lethal response methods like tear gas, and in cities where prosecutors are being told to not charge the anarchists, and in cities where mayors and city councils are basically looking the other way and hog-tying the police from doing their jobs, we are creating an environment where those animals feel like they can get away with anything with no fear of discipline, prosecution, imprisonment, and basically no consequences for their actions. These actions in these times on the parts of chicken shit mayors, cowardly governors, meek legislators, and impotent city councils embolden the thugs. These actions strengthen the resolve of the anarchists. These actions basically give a pass and an impression that their illegal actions are actually permitted, allowed, approved, and in some places even promoted. The real irony here is that these animals lack the basic intelligence to understand that by tearing down our society, by destroying businesses, by damaging people's livelihoods, if it continues, there will be nothing left for them to steal, to burn, to damage, to destroy, or to loot. But they're not worried about the future. They're only worried about the party, the riots, the looting that they're involved in today. Now, how long do you think a business can continue to operate when it gets damaged or destroyed by looting and arson and destruction of property? Do these thugs think the shelves will restock themselves next week when they get hungry or thirsty? Do these animals think the store workers will just come back next week, lollygag and hang out and wait to be ambushed again? Do these criminal pieces of human scat think that their brazen acts of cowardice in a band of thugs will be tolerated forever? Listen, if it comes down to them versus me, I can promise you that I will choose me all day long and twice on Sunday. 
When it comes down to some piece of crap animal versus my family, it'll be my family, hands down, every single time. When it comes down to being attacked in my car versus running down the same thugs attacking me in my car, all I can say is, I'm sorry, Judge, the brakes failed, the accelerator stuck, and the steering wasn't working properly. If it comes down to me lying in a casket versus me sitting in jail for a few days awaiting trial, still alive and breathing, I can promise you that I'll take the bread and water, three hots and a cot, striped uniform, marching on the playground every day, any day, all day. You may or may not remember that I carry a couple of cans of wasp and hornet spray in the truck at all times, right there in the cup holder. Now you may ask why. For those of you who haven't heard the explanation, here it is again. First, many municipalities and states prohibit a person from discharging tear gas or pepper spray, even when you're using those less than lethal products to protect yourself against attack. So, boys and girls, if I am attacked in my vehicle with a person who obviously does not have a firearm, my reaction will be, oops, sorry judge, I was spraying the wasp that was trying to get into my truck with the wasp and hornet spray. And if that spray happens to go errantly in the direction of the eyes and mouth and nose of some human attacker, that's not my problem. Wasp and hornet spray is about three bucks a can and it can shoot a straight stream of up to 20 feet and will stop most people in their tracks right now. If it temporarily blinds them, not my problem. It attacks their nervous system, not my problem. If it chokes them, not my problem. And I can promise you the wasp and hornet spray will drop them to their knees like a used condom in the parking lot on prom night. Spraying it in the face of an attacker, or um, spraying it at that wasp, and if the person happened to get in the way, I can promise you, will give you enough time to mash the gas and get the hell out of there. I also keep, of course, the loaded 40 cal and the 9mm semi-automatic pistols within easy reach in case my attacker is armed with a firearm or what appears to be a firearm. Again, boys and girls, better to be judged by 12 than carried by 6. Again, Steve Z, why did you fire 12 shots into that person's body? Because there were only 12 rounds in the gun. Again, Steve Z, why did you drive over those 14 people? Because the brakes failed, the accelerator got stuck, the steering wheel was suddenly out of control. Again, Steve Z, why are you so paranoid? Oh, boys and girls, it's not paranoia. Not in this day and age where we see on a daily basis these animals attacking innocent victims, these animals killing with impunity, these animals destroying, looting, burning, and doing what they're doing and not giving one single damn about you. As a reiteration, let me tell you that I am not advocating violence or vigilantism. I am not saying that we all need to go into the streets with pitchforks and torches to quell the violence. Violent reaction does not stop the violent initial actions of thugs as a general rule. Please, boys and girls, be cognizant of your surroundings. Be aware of who is looking at you. Be in tune with the warning signs of trouble. And above all, be prepared to act and to react as necessary if a situation arises. Be trained, be alert, and above all, 
be safe. Let the excuse making begin. The pollsters, you know, those people who annoy the hell out of you and call you during dinner time to ask you your political leanings. Well, those pollsters, after getting their asses handed to them after the 2016 presidential election, are already planning on how they're going to spin this year's election should it go the way of the Donald yet again, especially since they're claiming Biden has such a commanding lead. The polling organizations admitting they were basically hornswoggled last go-round have led to changes in the way they're now looking at polling data. If you recall, virtually every major polling organization and election forecaster and prognosticator of the potential electorate showed Hillary Rotten Clinton beating Donald Trump last go-round in a landslide. Of course, they were wrong. This forced many pollsters to develop after-action plans and reports to analyze just how they screwed things up. Some made the excuse that there was a failure to track changes in last-minute voter preferences in battleground states. Some blamed the so-called silent majority that failed to reveal support for the Donald. I, by the way, was and am still one of those. When those pollsters call me, I'm more than enthusiastic about telling the caller how much I just loves me some Joseph Biden. Of course, I don't like Joe Biden. When asked about the clear miss, the massive faux pas, their total screw-up, Real Clear Politics senior election analyst and polling guru Sean Trendy said, We still don't know 100% for sure, unquote. Most experts point to the lack of representation of white, non-degreed voters since education only became a major subject in polling around 2012. Before that, pollsters thought all white voters, with and without degrees, voted Republican at about the same rate. Now, college-educated, you know, indoctrinated, brainwashed white voters tend to vote more D, while non-college-educated, you know, real, hard-working Americans who haven't been brainwashed with liberal falsehoods still tend to vote more towards the R. Today, most forecasters say that Democrat nominee Joe Biden is very likely to beat Trump in the Electoral College. The Economist currently gives Biden an 86% chance of winning the Electoral College. 538 found Biden winning 77 out of 100 simulated election outcomes. But any way you look at it, polls don't win elections. It is my sincere hope that more and more and more Americans will vote for Trump and more who do want to vote for Trump will continue to tell the pollsters that they are Biden-Harris people just to keep them guessing. Steve Z, a man with the balls to say what we have all been thinking. Speaker of the House, naughty, nasty Nancy Pelosi, said she's willing to negotiate on some Democrat priorities for a stimulus package, which might include aid for industries such as the airlines and restaurants who are still reeling amid the coronavirus pandemic. Pelosi told Bloomberg Television on Friday that she is not backing away from a $2.2 trillion package that she and Democrat loser leader uh, Chuck, Chuck uh, Chuckles Schumer proposed before negotiations with the White House broke off last month. 
But since the House passed its stimulus bill back in May, quote, other issues have emerged, unquote, as the virus has continued to disrupt lives and businesses, and those need to be addressed again in a new plan, according to Pelosi. She gave no specifics about how much aid should go to airlines or other businesses like restaurants or what priorities might be given or have to be dropped or even scaled back as a trade-off. Remember, Republicans rejected the $2.2 trillion Democrat plan. President Trump, though, has signaled he could support larger than a $1.1 trillion proposal that he had previously backed. Pelosi said of the Republicans, it will get done when they come to the table. The ball is in their court. Well, how special is that? White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows said that Trump would support providing more financial aid to airlines, which have warned that they plan mass reductions and layoffs after existing federal prohibitions on job cuts expire at the close of business the end of this month. Meadows says the industry needs $25 billion to keep rolling. Now, extending payroll assistance for airlines does have bipartisan support to avert politically treacherous layoffs one month before the election. So far, there's been no agreement as to how to get that done, though. Pelosi has resisted peeling off separate aid legislation and favors a single comprehensive, of course, with all the pork in it, package. Nasty Nancy also said that the standoff on the stimulus won't interfere with passage of a stopgap funding bill to keep the government operating after the end of the fiscal year on September 30th. She said the House was getting ready to release that legislation today, giving both chambers of Congress enough time to act before the end of the fiscal year. Nasty Nancy said the two parties are still negotiating the duration of the stopgap funding, which is needed because work still is not completed on full funding legislation. Yes, the House, under Nancy Pelosi, has failed to present a balanced budget bill since she took the position oh so long ago. This is the Truth Hurts program. The panderer known as sleepy, creepy, mumbling, fumbling, stumbling, bumbling, muttering, stuttering, shuddering, puttering, mad, bad, sad, mopey, dopey, gropey, beijing, Joe Biden. That's going to do it for this day, Friday, 18 September 2020, the Truth Hurts program. I hope you all have a really great weekend, and we'll see you next time. Did you take the Trump COVID-19 vaccine? The manufacturer has reported the following symptoms caused by the Trump vaccine. Nausea, headache, fatigue, sadness, Trump derangement syndrome, anger, violent outbursts, a desire to riot, commit arson, assault and battery, or other destructive tendencies. If you took the Trump approved vaccine and experienced any of these symptoms, you may be entitled to cash compensation. Call the law firm of Dewey Screwem and Indias now for a free consultation. Studies show that people taking the Trump vaccine may have experienced serious health issues. Don't wait. The time to file is limited to the remainder of Trump's second term. Call Dewey Screwem and Indias now. 1-800-VACCINE-SUCKS 1-800-VACCINE-SUCKS I am a non-attorney spokesperson.
You have been listening to the Truth Hurts program with your host, Steve Z. Thank you for listening. We hope that this presentation has enlightened you to the things that may have been hidden from you. This is where we bring darkness to light, turn fiction into reality, and exercise our First Amendment right to free speech. Here is where the double standard is exposed and displayed for all to see. We sincerely hope that we've helped you to open your eyes to what's going on in the real world. The Truth Hurts program is produced at Studio 63 in Bayou Country, in affiliation with Steve Knight Productions. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. No animals were harmed in the making of this program. It is fact. It is real. It is truth. And sometimes, the truth hurts. Hurts.